Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, everybody. Before we begin, you know what happens now. These are the same ad reads from last week, so uh, you get to get the message just brought to you. It's like the Super Bowl commercials when they start repeating after the Super Bowl's over. So Gooder Sunglasses, people, the place for style, function, fit, and value for your eyewear, both on and off the bike. Hi, Jack Broadhead. Without Gooder, we'd all be walking around looking like a cross between Lord Voldemort and Dwight Schrute. Now, I want that to drive home. Lord Voldemort and Dwight Schrute. And I'm not saying the Harry Potter character. I'm saying the guy that we don't want to talk about. Please don't fall victim to the douchebag sunglass syndrome. Get to Gooder.com today. Grab about 10 pair for the price of the D-bag brand and look good no matter what you are doing. Next off, Ambassador Cycling People. Now an official sponsor of the Reve Pack Filler Racing Team for 2022. Yeah, they're on the logo and everything. Get fit to get fit, people. You know you're being properly set up on the bike is the most critical part of your cycling experience. You want to add watts? Get fit properly to your bike. Think uh, uh, you know everything to know about you, how you are supposed to be in terms of fit. Well, you're wrong. That, trust Sam at ambassadorcycling.com. Untapped maple, people. Paul just got a shipment of untapped mm-hmm. maple today. What flavor? Coffee. Ooh. Both both the waffle and the uh, gels. Coffee waffles? Mm-hmm. I haven't tried that yet. I, I just had one. My wife says, oh, I like these. Uh-oh. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. You're going to have to get more. Mm-hmm. Home for quick digesting, great tasting, apparently, fueling for your ride. All natural, using the finest maple syrup as the source. So don't think pancakes, because it's not a maple overpowering no. flavor, right? No, not at all. Untapped.cc today to enjoy the fueling toys, choice of the one and only, I was going to say Ted King the first time, but now I'm going to say the one and only Paul Main. Ah, well. Scratch Labs, people. Speaking of fuel, you know you need to have to drink right. What? Blah. I'm so tired. Uh, speaking of fuel, you know you have to drink, right? There we go. Well, Scratch Labs has you covered, and you can make sure you to keep you going. The best-tasting liquid to put in your bottles outside of Belgian ale. Get to ScratchLabs.com today. Man, I did horribly on that one. And the theme is not playing the way it should. Why not? 
You guys hear it? You forgot how no. to do this whole thing. Inter Just hit the button. Oh, it's playing on the TV behind you guys. There it is. It was playing on the studio <laughs> monitor. <laughs> Who wired this place? Not me. Actually, I did. Yeah, yeah. that's why. Well, that's a wireless connection, which is weird. We are here. We are live, and it's time for another look into the world of the pack filler. And I, I supposed, I wrote, I made a promise to say this to myself. I got to occasionally brag a little bit. Look at your podcast feed, everybody. How many shows are truly live? How many are unedited? How many allow you to actually participate as the show records? How many have over 300 episodes with some of the biggest names in the sport as guests? How many actually participate in the sports they talk about? There we go. That's us since 1999, the Pack Filler. Welcome aboard. Let's have some fun talking about bikes. Let's meet the panel. If you haven't already, gentlemen, please respond to your introduction with your favorite non-cycling sport to watch on TV. Non-cycling sport to watch on TV. So number one, he's riding and he's creating taunting Strava titles and he is a viral video star. Mr. Paul Maine. How are you, man? Viral video star? Yeah, that... that Pack filler video, which I fucking laughed so hard. But at that a lot thing. of people didn't get that. Jack didn't. He's never seen the movie. Jackson. Re oh, I've never. Seen it was a movie reference. Yeah, yeah. I've I didn't even get that. Warriors. Sean Penn. Oh shit. That's that was what, a. Sh that was. Oh. Now See, I, gotta, I didn't. Geez, that's what I. Now I gotta have to run a piggyback to that. There's a one minute. You can get a one minute clip. I just thought that's it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Penn has three beer bottles and he's like screaming to the Warriors, Warriors, come out and play. <laughs> That's so I'm that thinking that people funnier. got this, but it just showed my age. No, yeah. I just thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was that really was funny. That was Warriors. Oh, yeah. fuck. Okay. Yeah. Well, well uh, what's your, uh, your favorite non cycling sport to watch on TV? Oh, man. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Do you anymore? Yeah. I got a kick out of the biathlon, but that doesn't happen every year, and I've been watching that. Biathlon. Well, yeah. It doesn't have to be the Winter Olympic sport. No, I know, yeah. but uh, faithfully, probably the one that I probably make some effort is probably F1. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that's outside of cycling. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 yeah I just right. can't think of anything. Oh, no. I'll take that back. College basketball. Gee, mm, you've been watching a lot of that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Go. yeah. yeah. It's just that I've been going to the home game, so I don't even think about it being on TV. Oh, but, it's yeah. just a way of life Like, now. this next month is going to be awesome because it's March you, Madness. Oh, you get to go to all that shit? No. Really? No. Oh. The last yeah, he's Saturday. He's yeah. left his job. He's traveling. Yeah. Well, <laughs> after <laughs> last week, yeah. we're well, going to talk yeah. about that one yeah. here, too, shortly. Uh, second of all, he's grown up so fast, and now he's a ride leader and a drum banger. You know, mm -hmm. he, he banged the drum on the oh, last yeah. ride, and he, and he led the last ride. It's like... <laughs> We don't need you anymore. I know. You're, well, you never need me. I never really yeah, yeah. led rides. Mr. Jackson Bolger, how are you, dude? Doing well. Um, so you got a sport? Well, yeah. It's soccer. You still do watch that pretty religiously. Yeah. I'm a unfortunate fan of Manchester United. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I, I watch a lot of their games, and if there's nothing else on, I'll watch some other stuff. Um, but I know like every rule there is to know about the game, so... I apply my my trade there. You even understand the offsides concept. Yeah, which and that's people pretend to know, but they I don't think they really know it. That's pretty simple. Yeah, it's not no. really. Yeah, mm -hmm. do it. 
I don't need to get into it now, though. All right. Uh, <laughs> number three, he he rode more this weekend than he has in a while, and I don't mean that as an <laughs> insult. And we are all love it, and we all love it, Mr. Jack Broadhead. How are you, man? Great. Yeah. What's your What's your sport? Uh, I. People will laugh, but Seahawks football. I just that is fun. I just I just watch. It is <laughs> fun. It is, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I love rally. I love F one. I love motorsports, not NASCAR, mm-hmm. but. I just I'll watch every every game I can, if and even live. You know, we went to a game this year. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just a fan. Did they win the one you went to? No, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, actually, Jimmy Graham caught the the winning touchdown um, for the Bears. Like the Bears, I know. Go Bears! It's like, <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. It was just pathetic. Me, I'm Pat Bulger. I'm not sure I can be classified as a cyclist because I haven't straddled the top tube in about 10 days. So uh, my favorite, you know, I want to be cool and say soccer because I really like, I do like MLS soccer. I like, I'm a Sounders fan. Um, I do like it. I don't watch it enough. So can I say that? Because I think I watched more football and basketball this year than I did (laughs) soccer. Although I like soccer more. I watched college basketball because it's the school I went to and my wife is a gigantic college basketball fan. So I have to watch that. Mm-hmm. And I, I like it. I get, I mean, I do. Um, and I watch football just because I don't want to be ridiculed if I ever see <laughs> other men and they go like, hey, just, just catch a game. And I don't want to be like, what game? What game? Yeah. <laughs> I just revealed something about myself. I will say, though, have you ever, has a man or well you know has a person ever come up to you and been like did you catch the game i like what i work in a high school the game yeah 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 yeah. i work in a high school a big football high school yeah 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 i don't watch college football i fucking hate college football i don't like it and i don't watch pro basketball i hate pro basketball yeah i used to watch a lot of sounders did you Mm mm-hmm oh yeah loved sounders yeah me too but still do i mean sonics Oh, losing my brain. Whoops. Okay. I don't watch Sounders. Yeah, yeah, pro yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. was better anyway. But I then. do love the Sounders. Yeah. And been to a few games. I mean, I've been yep. to a few of those games, yeah, too. They're great. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the ride week. I hate uh, the Timbers, by the way. Do you? <laughs> I don't know how I feel, but that's that's for another day. Yeah. Yeah. That's for another. Uh, let's talk about the ride week. Paul, first of all, what the hell? It's like you flipped a fucking switch. And lost, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, cyclist now. That's good. Back's good. Yeah. yeah, dude. How many rides? And, and uh, I how got many four miles? in a row. Uh, I think it was like a little bit over 180. That's it. Not much. But, that's, um, that's great. Yeah. Well, the I I accumulated too many um, vacation hours at work. So they said <laughs> to have to take a vacation. So I took Thursday, Friday off. And wow. uh, so then I thought, what am I going to do? But ride. So, and the weather. The weather was, oh, it was awesome. perfect. Well, not yeah. Thursday. It was, it was. I was telling Jackson it's Thursday. I rode out, did um, rode out by my house on Wood Road and stuff. And the fog was so dense. I had droplets of water were falling off my helmet like it was raining. Oh, really? Yeah. And the Strava, I have a picture. I don't know if anybody yeah. saw it. There's a picture that is about as far, and that's into the sun, and you can only see about like 400 meters in front of you. Whoa. And that was at like a noon. Shit. That's how dense it was. The fog's been so. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Sunday's ride was one of those rides where you're thinking, I am feeling outrageous for four days in a row with not 
hardly riding the year before or anything mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I did the old tro- Troika loop. Yeah, and that's I'm nice thinking other one. I am feeling unbelievable, and and I know through experience there's times where you think I'm feeling unbelievable until you don't. Oh, and out there. There's no hope. So. No, nobody can hear you scream. Yeah, yeah. So then I stopped off in the small little town of Medical Lake and found myself a little power pie, a little nice. fruit pie. Yeah, which was supposed to be blueberry, but I don't. Even, it didn't even look blueberry. I didn't see any <laughs> seeds. It was just probably lard with purple. Yeah, you know, purple yeah. lard. Yeah, Delicious. but it got me home. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Yeah. Oh man. Now it's untapped. Now be safe. Now he's good. That's yeah. one. Oh, no more purple. Yeah. Oh, nicely yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, that's the computer's not fucking doing what I want it to do. God damn it. There we go. That's a late sponsor plug. Jack, how was your ride week, T Chief? Uh two indoors and one out. Two indoors, one out. Yep. That's that's but you did a full fifty with the gang, right? That was no about I, I think I got about forty three or mm-hmm. four. Mm-hmm. They what's round they up? had to ride home. Let's yeah, let's up. round up. Forty five. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. There we go. How'd it feel? Uh, it was, uh, How'd it feel? I I wind my way out to Cheney, and <laughs> I I begged to let let him let me turn around at the top of Thorpe. Yeah, I don't know something like that. <laughs> it's like four miles <laughs> in. I'm, I'm gonna gonna turn around now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I just felt like um my steady ride pace and theirs was a little bit different. Yeah. But that's these two guys they were comfortable and waiting for me yeah Mm -hmm. did uh anybody who was on the ride with jack did was there any moments where he said fuck you i didn't i didn't swear much to him i didn't didn't get too too much yeah i kind of whined a little bit (laughs) i did i did try to uh sprint for the entering spokane yeah for like oh you tried three pedal strokes (laughs) before they noticed they didn't notice no okay and and then they started sprinting and, and the old guy beat the young guy like oh, by a bike length, I think. Really? So yeah, it was pretty impressive. It wasn't yeah. a bike length. Yeah. That what it was? It was probably like half a wheel, something yeah. like that. Oh really? Yeah. It was yeah. that close? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Vision's yeah, first whatever. go. I, it was from the. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I I was saying way before, way off before we started the show. I was <clears> saying I watched them sprinting ahead of me last week, and um, I thought it totally looked like Paul was trying to sweep Jackson off mm-hmm. the side of the road. Yeah, but it was because Jackson had a little lead and Paul little. was dropping it was a big lead. His, then. Oh, I thought yeah. you, you were dropping <laughs> behind his wheel, but yeah, yeah so yeah. I so yeah, our our peepers aren't what they used to be yeah. currently. Jackson, how was your ride week, man? It was good. Um, I did my one. I only really worked out twice last week uh which is fine i don't really want to burn out by like july you know um but i did my uh, calisthenics workout inside and then i did my weekend ride um yeah it was it was a good ride Mm -hmm. it was uh it was it was fun kind of chatting and being able to have one of those kind of like long steady rides um yeah and then we when we sprinted for it it was it was kind of fun because then after that i kind of kept the pace high and just getting in a little effort too sure there was was a lot of fun i just want to say again i haven't ridden in over 10 days and um it looks like it it's (laughs) dude it's stressing me out it is you're looking a little bloated it is really stressing me out you guys um i and i need your help i'm i'm in a uh very uh critical time of the job okay um i think everybody knows what i do for a real living outside of here and this is a very big crunch time as as far as it goes for 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 teachers in my profession so the next this week and next week 
And last week, on the weekends especially, I am I am in the theater building sets, painting sets, doing all that kind of stuff. And so it's just, that's it. I spent 14 hours in the theater this weekend. And um, I am the only idiot who signed up for the Afraid of Grand Fondo, uh, which is March 20th. My job lightens up February 28th. I have the Fondo on the 20th of March. So that's 21 days. That's three weeks. Um, what would you guys do in that situation? If I, It's an 88-miler. I think 30 of it is, 30-some of it is, is gravel. There's about 4,000 feet of climbing, which isn't that bad for that long of a, of a distance. Um, what would you guys do in my position? Would you do the, you know, just would you train indoors or at night would you get up early in the morning would you just hope for the best would you pile on mileage after you finally get free or would you just say fuck it and not go i mean seriously <laughs> what would you guys do if you were me in my position and yes you can bust my balls but also i'd like some genuine advice on on how i can get 88 miles in in one sitting the last time i rode i did two days in a row i did 40 something both days so i got an 80 I got two days of 80 miles, but that's it. You know, what would you guys do? I don't know. I, I, um, I'd probably stick true to what you keep, what you, what you've been doing. And then maybe I haven't been doing anything though. But before you know how you were, you were getting a lot of like indoor miles and stuff like that in, um, a race or two Uh, on the Swift races. Yeah. 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 And then just see if you can get like maybe a longer ride, longer, longer, ish ride you, sh- you, you should know? at least get a, a ride close to that sometime between now and then but yeah. with two weeks to go nothing you do prior is gonna matter i mean you just you know two weeks is two you got so three like, weeks so, so like the just week try to, i i get out is shock your body you should get 70 miles in that week fuck well and also though don't forget this stuff's your <laughs> like this kind of stuff's your bread and butter the longer kind of like long slow distance. yeah yeah, that is like your like you can maintain a, p- a tempo for a really long time. Has Carson been riding? I probably the guy. Does he was in Hawaii there for yeah. a while? So mm. yeah, Christmas time. You're I fucked. The deep- but you just <laughs> 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 he's gonna hammer you. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. I don't want to get crushed by the diva. Well, first of all, if I was you, I yeah. would have never signed up for the stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> but since you did. I think if you did, if you just that's got such a couple dad of, advice, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's your own damn fault. Shouldn't have snorted a pound of coke, then you dumbass. Yeah, or something yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think I think getting like a, you know, more hour wise. So you're gonna probably be out there because it's windy out there. Yeah, you're gonna have to do that's gonna get be all those things. Big wind. Yeah, rolling hills. Like go out to the Palouse for a long ride, and deal with that. And on your own, it's gonna be more so. But I think if you kept your like grab even a half hour on the on the trainer or something like that would keep your legs turning over so you don't cramp or yeah. you know fatigue so you got work yeah. on monday i don't but uh technically mm-hmm. i have to be in the theater uh, well I'm, i don't have to what i do is is i go in and i i work on sets i'm painting i'm mm-hmm. doing set lights sound stuff like that and getting all those little elements together and i'm an idiot and i tend to do it all myself because it's like i just I don't know really how I'm going to do it until I start doing it, you know. So it's it's so, I don't know. Oh, you're one of those creative types. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm a creative type or more of a just bullshitter. I just kind of improv. Uh, you don't have an apprentice? Through. No. Yeah. Yeah. He needs an apprentice. It's not how that job works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't pay well enough. So a anyway. So I'm an. I will. I should. I. I will. As soon as. Okay. I'll. I'll try to get a couple little, like you say, spin the legs uh-huh. at least. I don't want to do it on the trainer, but I guess I'm not going to have much of a choice when you come home and it's dark. No, nope. yeah. better than nothing. Yeah. If the weather's good Monday, can you go out when it is warm enough and it, then go to school? It's all a matter of if everything's ready. Mm. I'm the kind of person, like this weekend, I could have technically ridden, but I'm the kind of person who can't sleep knowing there's stuff to get done. Mm. And I have to get it done before I can do the other things because I'll just lie awake at night going through a mental checklist of all the things that still have to be completed. Like if you're working on a flip, it's it's yeah. I run in the same. I get yeah, it. I get it. Okay. All, yeah. Last writing's last. In, yeah. In, unfortunately. Yeah. Because we're adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adult things sucks. Mm-hmm. Sucks mm-hmm. ass. All right. Should we switch to uh, something more uh, upbeat and positive? And when I say that, I'm talking about the news. Yeah. And I think we're going to be positive. I think I'm going to be positive. I have no response. Bernal watch. <laughs> hey, he's standing. Yeah, walking. Did, walking. Yeah, yeah did you walk see that outside. footage? Went through the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, beautiful door, by the way. Yeah. Beautiful door he has on his house. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the size of a It's about as wide as his door. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. About, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, that alone takes the, a lot of strength. So, everybody, racing is back, and so are some of the big names. Uh, so, who has watched Tour of Oman, Provence, Classica San Paraiso? I'm screwing up the prompt. And the Classica del Almeria. Anybody see any of those this last week? I see some nodding. Highlights. Okay. First couple. Highlights, things like that. Yeah. So, you might have noticed the return of some big names, such as in the Tour of Oman, Fernando Gaviria, and Mark Cavendish. Sprinting it out. Uh, in Provence, Nairo Quintana, Julian Alaphilippe. Well, he's not really like a return. Uh, even Filippo Ghana choosing a bike with rim brakes to his doom. We're g- we will touch base on that one. <laughs> Classic Ayen Paraiso. I just watched that today. Uh, gravel freaking Spanish race trying to kind of create their own version of Strada Bianca. Alexei Lutsenko showing his dedication to the Astana rap. You know, go for the gold mm. medals. And even pedal the for the metals. you pedal for the medals, mm. yeah. Even the ever consistent Tim Wellens, uh, Classica della Maria, uh, Alexander Kristoff showing that Wanty Gobert is not a cyclist nursing home, um, Nasser Bohani showing he's more than just a douche with a beard. So, uh, a lot of stuff going on. So, um, and some return of some names that. You know, we, we've been talking so much in the show about this younger generation of these guys. And, and then all of a sudden we see some shining light of, of the old guys, you know, of, of, of a little of this. You know, we see a little bit of that in the background, seeing a little bit of that in the background. So is, what do you guys think? Is this a return year to the top names uh, to potentially show them punks? What for? No. <laughs> I don't think right so. now it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's all for fun. You don't yeah. think there's some shining, maybe potential of like a Kristoff or or Gaviria or anything like that. Gaviria's not old though. No, oh, he's getting up there. I mean, mm-hmm. as a sprinter, I mean, he's yeah. not as old as Cavendish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you know it's early season. 
you know, a lot of guys are, you know, when it comes to the sprinters, there's, there's going to be a clash here pretty soon. I can't remember which race all the sprinters are going to be yeah. at. Then you're going to start seeing it. But, you know, this is where people are kind of putting out their feelers. Seeing was like, I thought the interesting one was uh, at Provence where um, Quintana launched mm-hmm. and Philippe was the only one who could join him. Yeah. And then Quintana just turned the burner on and Philippe said, I had nothing. Yeah. It's like I burned everything to get up there, and he just pulled away. But that doesn't mean Quintana is going to be a threat in the tour, you mm-hmm. know. So maybe Italy. I was just happy. Uh, our case, Samsic, is not doing Italy. They pulled out of Italy. They are doing Spain and France. Mm-hmm. They just recently. I hope I'm getting that right. They just announced that they are not going to send a team to the Giro, which is surprising. Yeah. But um, I was happy to see Nairo Quintana actually out of the saddle. And I don't mean that as badly as it's going to be, but usually you just kind of see him in the saddle doing these kind of things, and then I'm going to say get dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you won it last year doing the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. he was through that whole – all the uh, previous stages, there was a couple of splits and stuff that he would make sure he was in the – yeah. In the league group, so he placed himself very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he played that very well. I mean, he raced extremely well. Yeah, I agree that it was it was really cool to see him finally like try again. You know, um, <laughs> but at the same time, what happens when Taddy Pagacha shows up? What happens when Primoz Roglic shows up? Yeah, and how they can just blow apart a race? And I mean. Unfortunately, we're looking at a year now where, again, Bernal is not going to be able to go head to head. So it's we're really just seeing like which one of the two Slovenians is going to win a Grand Tour. You're thinking it's going to be a replay. Yeah, I think so. If it, when we go to the tour, um, I think it's going to be a fight between those two, and then Roglic will win the Vuelta, and whoever is the best will win the Giro. Which I'm interested to see who goes. I don't know. Don't know the starter for that one. Well, I don't really know if I need to watch now. Thanks, Jackson. <laughs> I know. Sorry. It's just, now that now that all these things are happening, it's it's cool that like these older names are kind of getting into the mix of it. Maybe they'll make it more interesting. Um, yeah. But just with the the year that Pagacha had, matching what Merckx can do, um, I I don't know if I see a bright <laughs> a, a bright 2022 for a lot of other. Tour contenders. Yeah. How about the individual riders, the the single day type of efforts yeah. that we might be seeing? Because these are always fun to see some people, you know, maybe not necessarily the stage winners, but seeing some people do some things in these early races that could take us into, for example, we're going to pick our, our choices for Het Newsblad tonight um, and Strada Bianca, which happens the week after that. Um, any see anybody see any surprises or or glimmers of hope from some riders over the last week in in some of the stages you've watched? I was happy to see Seth Van Marker kind of. You're Provence just holding a candle oh, for that, like guy that guy forever, man. You are yeah. you are you are what's his name? Uh, it's, it's holding a boombox with uh, like Peter Richie Gabriel, Port, like you, Peter Gabriel, yeah, Richie Port. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was doing a say anything reference, Jackson, and Jack, and you fucked it up for me. But that's okay. Lloyd no, Dobb. Dobler, right? No, it's Lloyd. Lloyd did the. That was the character from the. Ski. Never mind. Anyway. Yeah. Well. Seth Van yeah, Mark. Seth Van Mark. He was. He was in there, and the, the course when they came to the climb, it was, it was all over. Yeah. He had a probably he wanted a 
a rim brake bike, but he couldn't get a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too heavy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was anybody before I get to that whole mm-hmm. change things. Anybody else see any? I saw some interesting mustached guys in EF Easy Post kit uh, riding really well and aggressive towards the front. I couldn't, I, for the life of me, remember the names of the specific riders, but. Yeah, they, they they've did, got some yeah. classics depth yeah. for this time of the year, and some of these you know races. Het, Bet het, all was there. He was yeah, the, mm-hmm. you know for for Het Nusblad, for mm-hmm. Flanders, for maybe even the you know Strada Bianca and things like that. Or Jackson, am I just living a lie? And the guy, the three guys are going to come back from cyclocross and just destroy it. Yeah, I mean. Well, we aren't going to see the big one. We aren't going to see Vanderpool. Yeah, he's he can't be there. He's just back on the bike now. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's going to be really interesting seeing a like a classic season where he isn't on top form. Um, I was, I really wish Filippo Ghana, unfortunately, didn't have to be a domestique because I think in a lot of these like kind of longer flat races like Milan San Remo if he can make it over that climb he could probably like he could probably do pretty well and stuff like that um but yeah I I do foresee a lot of like Wout and Pidcock I'm really when we get to our talk I'm interested to see where he goes he's looking a little swole Pidcock is yeah you know and that's just a couple weeks after the world championships it's like he just hit the gym or well he's protein on, up bro yeah <laughs> well i'll i'll get on to more yeah. when we get there but okay it's 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 exciting i'm excited for the current season to come up all right uh let's do it what uh, the the bike change heard around the world um i was i remember watching that specific stage in provence where um ghana just out of nowhere pull off to the side of the road the commentators were saying oh it's probably a legal bike completely fine bike exchange he pulled over he got a new bike it was the hill stage you know he basically was going to just hold on for that stage it just you know he knew I, i'm sure he knew and the Ineos knew that he really wasn't going to be able to hang on but might as well make the best of it right and so what it appeared to be was him switching bikes for a lighter one a lighter one with rim brakes and the discussion became, at least on, on the coverage from our friends at GCN, the coverage started talking about the fact that a lot of pro riders like the weight differences of, of rim brakes. And they also, the, the, the fact that sometimes these things tend to make this, even this little ching, ching, mm-hmm. ching, which probably gets in your head. You start thinking that my brakes are rubbing, which is, I know something I would personally feel. Um, and he got disqualified for it. Illegal bike exchange. Um, I will open up the floor. Does anybody want to say, well, yeah, dumbass, you shouldn't get a bike change when you shouldn't get a bike change, or fuck, disc brakes are dumb, or dude, it's just a very <laughs> started on disc yeah, brakes. Not, you should yeah. breathe with the rhythm of the ching 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 ching. You know what? What? Uh, are we are we ever going to get off this? And, well, yeah, probably the it, day that rim brakes are yeah, just banned. Yeah. What is so, it? So I think it, I didn't know the rule. I because plan the way the rule states, and I can't even remember. I heard somebody quote it, but uh, the way the rule states is that a planned b- bike change must be back behind the convoy. You can't do 
up ahead and make a change. That's where he got nailed. Now, Nightwing said earlier this morning, or earlier in the podcast, that he knows all the rules of soccer. (laughs) Now, you would think somebody like Enios and all those people in Genius Mm -hmm. would say, you know, we can't do this. But there's a lot of stupid rules and that the UCI is probably still cleaves to for whatever reason. But, um, yeah, if you knew that, I I don't understand why he would start. I mean, if it was foul weather... And yeah. you started Why with wouldn't disc brakes? start with the rim, rim brake yeah. on that stage, then, the whole yeah. stage? Yeah, because you don't know how it's going to unfold. Like, if you plan to change your bike, or whether that was that, did they call an audible? Did they? Did does the you UCI know? inspect the bike that gets changed to know that it wasn't a mechanical, or was it like, the, hey, what are you guys doing? Well, yeah, it. they would yeah. check his bike at the end too. Uh, that's how they do it. But they no, I don't think thing. they're like saying there was a clear mechanical failure. You can't make a bike exchange. Yeah, yeah, you you can, and they could have done that exact same thing with the way the rule states, back with the team car behind, yeah. you know, in mm-hmm. the convoy. You can't do it in front of the race. Make a pl- planned bike change, and I think if I remember, Freddie Mertens had a bike change. There weren't in, any in, rules, in the, and I think there were the, no rules. Was it? <laughs> that was in Flanders. It was in Flanders, and and Deflamic won. Bike with no brakes. He didn't. He didn't sprint. <laughs> Because he had he hopped on a track bike. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah wow. But he made an illegal bike change. So that was back in Flanders in 77, I think. I actually I can't yeah, believe I know what you're did. talking about. Yeah. I can't believe I know what you're talking yeah. about. I think it's just really weird that he didn't ride the whole stage with, yeah. with a rim brake bike. Yeah. Because it doesn't really make sense because it's like. In, there's, there's no advantage to no. riding the disc brake bike. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. It just it does feel kind of weird because why. Really, if. You're going to be in a pack the whole time, probably on the front if you're Felipe Ogana. Yeah. Um, why really care about it? Um, so, yeah, I think it's just a weird situation entirely that probably could have never happened if he just started the stage with that bike. Are well, there any other teams with that option anymore? I, I bet you you might see it with uh, UAE. Cause they yeah. do, yeah. 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 They, they had last year, so, mm-hmm. yeah. That's it. So, <clears throat> the thing is, is... Uh, I heard Adam Blythe talk to it was on What's Occurring with uh, Rowan mm-hmm. and, and uh, mm-hmm. Thomas and Garrett, Garrett. Yeah. and uh, he was they were talking about the cool factor and he's and Adam Blythe because he's known as the styling guy he says today's races are you have to because uh, uh, sponsorship you have to ride their equipment whether you like it or not you have to ride that that used to never be a situation like if you preferred you know, uh, a different brake, like you SRAM brakes yeah. better than Shimano, you just put it on there. There was a lot of blacking out. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, or saddles. Or, or yeah. saddles, bikes would be painted. Yeah, exactly. Lamond in his Brancala shoes. And but stuff now, like that. because there's so much money involved, and that that might be part of it, that Pinarello has dumped a lot of money designing their, their F-frame. With, I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. Yeah. There's a possibility that, you know, Enios was the last one to change. A team that spends six thousand dollars on on freaking change for the Tour de France, you know, and they're the last ones to get off a of disc brake. So you start thinking, you know, we got to make this change. We got to. So that's when they, you know, at least yeah. start with one. Hmm. So I don't know. It, it's strange. I don't. Sometimes it's not going to end don't. soon, is it? Well, I think when yeah. rim brakes are yeah. all gone, gone. Yeah, it'll be that's over. a bit. That's yeah. it. Um. 
Next thing I've, I've noticed of these past weeks is is the one and only Chris Froome speaking on record, um, not only of his his plain white T-shirts that look like they're selling for about four hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, to comment his thoughts about two things. I'm sure you guys have heard this one. Number one is gravel and bike races. Thanks. Maybe shouldn't happen. And number two is is uh, potentially, uh, and I, I didn't hear the quote. I didn't read the quote. So you guys might be able to help me out here. Talking about potentially banning t- time trial bikes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, from uh, time trials. <laughs> um, huh? Uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll let, the, I'll let the sound effect board just. What? Yeah. I. I'm gonna beg the question: Is um, is Chris Froome getting a little senile? Has he lost his fucking mind? Is he yeah. starting to get become one of those elder statesmen that just starts to say really weird things? Yeah, because it's kind of starting to seem like yeah. that. He's got he like he's got his YouTube channel. He's starting Kanye. Kanye. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. As of recent, yeah. um, but is he start is he starting to just kind of throw a gripe at cycling because he might not be as good as he once was? I'm calling him Kanye Froome for the rest of my life. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I'm going home I think, to tell my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think his his point on the gravel and co- cobbles in stages, not in like okay. one day. Yeah. That would that's to make that clear. The time trial thing, what he was saying is there's no proper way to train because it's okay to race on those things because the road is closed. You know, you have sure. everything you you got, you don't have to deal with traffic. You don't have, and it's just too dangerous. And road people are, are training for, um, you know, the tour and doing, they're hopping on their bike two, three times, four times, uh, maybe more, uh, uh, or once a week on these bikes. And they ha- you have to go full out, you know, yeah. and at that position, there's no brakes handy, you know, and you're, you know, Put the roads aren't closed. Yeah, he's he's like suggesting go back to as as people use the Merck style time trial if they're gonna have it. Holy shit! There should only be a race like that, not mm-hmm. the tour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and talking about the a race, you know, um, the, the, there's the, this this concept of the UCI opening up a series of gravel races, and. Um, then we have events like Strada Bianca. We have events like that one in Spain, which I can't just, Yen Paraiso. Um, predominant gravel races. Is that a gravel race or is that a professional road event? I mean, what? Where are we going to have this gray area that starts to develop here? Does a gravel race have to have a specific amount, a percentage of gravel? Or I would think a road race would have to have a certain percentage of road, regardless of amounts of gravel or pave or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a, a majority. Like, for example, the, the, the Afraid of Fondo I'm doing. It's a terrible example, terrible reference. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's an 88-mile event, and 30 miles of it is gravel, so and they're calling a road, it a gravel Fondo. No, it's a road race. Well, to me, a road race. this is just my opinion. When you say a gravel it, to me, it, it's a fun purchase, kind of what what that event is. Sure. When when you have like Strada Bianca, or uh, was it Trey's uh, Bro de Leon? Yeah, uh, Leon. Bro Bro Leon. Leon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know any of those that do have in there is still a road race that is a, a certified racing event. And so, do you really need to put gravel in there? It is a UCI race that has gravel in it, or 
UCI race that has cobblestones. It is a race. When uh, when somebody says gravel, it conjures up in my mind. Bring out the bike. Yeah, like, you know. But, like all the rec- but, recreational but guys. The with UCI their is about to launch a series of gravel races. Mm-hmm. Is Strada Bianca going to be put into that series no, then? No. Why not? It's, what, it's but, a UCI race. But but it's not but these it's not new gravel races will be UCI races. Yeah, they, I mean, I'm I'm being complete yeah, devil's advocate. Sure. There. But they're going to have to have a, a some sort of set standard for what is what becomes gravel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just I don't I don't get it. Uh, Belgian waffle was a a gravel race. Uh, it is on the gravel calendar. Mm-hmm. There was a fuck ton of gra- of road in that race. Yeah. Probably a majority. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it's a fondo. Yeah. I but it's know. on the gravel racing calendar. Yeah. As a it, race. It, Pete Stetna yeah. won it. Yeah, yeah. It's I, a race, I get that. You know? I get that. And that's a choice, I guess. It's yeah. not a UCI standard. I think it's also gonna depend on the severity of the gravel. Um mm-hmm. in BWR, if I took my BMC on there right now, I would have cracked a rim or dented a rim or sure. something like that. I could not take a road bike where we went um and i think that might be the difference uh just because like there might not be a lot of it but how severe is it can a road bike actually handle that and i think if it can't then it starts to lean more towards gravel i mean why can't a gravel bike do all the things that mountain biking can why is it called mountain biking because only the only that bike can suffice the terrain I'm going to go there again, though. I'm going to devil's advocate here, though. But do you think the stuff we did in Belgian Waffle is more difficult than Pave? Yes. Really? Yeah, because I don't. Well, I've never ridden Pave, though, so I don't know. Well, I mean, this well. is just. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we rode on, like, some pretty tight single track at some points. Sure. We rode right. through You're sand. Right. Yeah. yeah. There was, like, th- I think there was definitely. I don't know if it's more difficult going at the speeds that the pros do, but I think it requires a different skill set than I see what you're saying. a form of road would yeah. require. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting trying to classify all this stuff because would Perry Roubaix classify as potentially a, a gravel race because it's on these? I don't think they won't take it away from the road events that the UCI has. They're not going to like, all right, sorry, Strada and Roubaix, you're now classified as a gravel event. Yeah. They're going to create all these new ones or ones that exist in the Mm -hmm. U.S. and wherever to say, okay, you you are a gravel event. I'm anxious to see what these new gravel events, quote, end quote, are in comparison to something like Strata. And once they come up with standards, like the UCI will, then they'll have to comply. So if it's a percentage of dirt, gravel, stream crossings, because some of these really Uh have, then and then then you would have to define road because you would have to have that, and I'm sure there's already definitions for what makes a road race, but there would have to be a like, okay, you don't fall in this category, you do as you create this new race. You have to have this amount of this, or you cannot have more than, you know, uh, 29% uh, gravel on your event, or you will not qualify as a UCI road race. I mean, there's gonna be a, a time where they write two rule books. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I just think it's a little, it, it's weird. Yeah. What, I, I, that we're in this crossroad where 
I don't think any of the UCI races want to become gravel events. No. And also, isn't there a limit in a road race the size of tire you can have? Oh, there's all kinds of rules for UCI bikes. I would imagine even angles of, of a, a gravel bike wouldn't apply. Yeah, because mm-hmm. what, what I'm thinking about right now is... Maybe. the. F- no, I, again, I'm not sure. Because what I'm yeah. thinking about right now is there's a race in Oregon. I forget what it's called. Um, uh, but uh, do I have the name? No, I don't have the name. Um, but Pete Stetna rode uh, 2.1s. Like two point yeah. one inch mountain bike tires on his gravel. Oh, is bike. that that most? Uh, I think it's like the most Oregon recent Trail. one. He also did it at the Grasshopper as well. This was Rock Cobbler. Yeah, this Rock most Cobbler. recent one. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys see the footage of the bull yeah. attacking fucking riders? Oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome. No, yeah, but a new hazard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. <laughs> Speaking of rider safety, yeah. fucking hell. But there's another classification that I don't think would fly in a. UCI road races seeing 2.1s. Yeah. No, I, I, I know road. that. Yeah. I don't know if the same apply, but in cyclocross, you can't go past the 32. Yeah. So I, I would think road is the same. And Paris-Roubaix is the extreme of all road racing. And no one went, I don't know if anybody did 30s, maybe a few. Mm-hmm. 28s, pretty much the standard. Yeah. So, and I don't, getting to your question about angles, I don't think they have a problem. There's a certain position you know, mm-hmm. like Superman and all yeah, that. But yeah. mm-hmm. if you think back, unless that they did change the rules, but um, Steve Bauer and his. <laughs> yeah. Script, do, that, you, do you remember that bike? Eddie Marks did not want to build it. And he had like a 65 degree seat tube angle. He had to use two his, chain stays. His, his seat stays. No, his, his chain stays chain were stays like were, double length. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, he got, had that. to use yeah. two sets of chains to mint. Yeah. Yeah. It was an abortion. It was It's like a hill climb motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. he was way, way back. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. it was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, since we're there, we will not be live next week, but we will definitely have an, a show next week. But uh, I did want to bring up Het Newsblad, and I sent you guys the the preview or the start sheet, and I've also got it up on the monitor here above our above your heads in terms of who's riding and and what everything looks like i don't know if i can fit the whole thing on the screen nicely enough so everybody can read it no that's too small right uh, that's only the top 10 yeah there are too many teams so um i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. definitely we should probably throw some picks out there and we talked about some of the riders we saw earlier in the year and have seen early in the year and we are seeing some big freaking uh you know 
beautiful classics writers. I'm just looking at the list right now of the of the top writers on specific team. Uh, you know, um, I don't see Julian Alaphilippe. I do see Casper Oscreen. I uh, for uh, Alpha Vinyl, Quick Step Alpha Vinyl. I see, of course, oh. Wout Van Aert. I see Philippe Gilbert. I see who else am I missing? You guys uh, just call out to Greg Van Avermaet, Seneca Cabrelli. Seneca Cabrelli. Uh, yeah, I'm cool. wondering. Yeah, be a good one. Look at Lotto. Florin Florin Vermeesh. Yeah, second in and Perry Roubaix, but he's a zero, so he must be an an alternate, maybe. Uh, maybe it's just they haven't assigned the. No, the actual well, they have all twenty-seven yeah, teams, right. so he's yeah. probably an it's alternate. All seven, yeah. But Future I would better. Victor Campenarts. I, I bet you he. I mean, if he was yeah. lined up, he I would have thrown him as a dark horse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should I scroll down? Because yeah, you got to get look at Lotto's teams, lot of all the Belgians on I Lotto, know. except for the Australian. I've got a little history behind Omloop. If you Michael Valgren's riding pretty well mm-hmm. for Education First Easy Post. You got the, of course, you got Tom Pidcock leading in the Ineos Grenadiers. Seth Van Mark for Israel Premier Tech. I want to see an Ineos uh, Magnus um, uh, Sheffield. Okay. Yeah. He he was in the junior worlds. Was actually helped uh, Quinn Simmons when the he was fantastic. Really? Yeah. Swift is riding well. Uh, I I've always rooted for John Dagenkolb on DSM, but uh, yeah, maybe he's got one more in him. I think Pascal Ackerman's also an interesting inquiry. Um, yeah. He kind of falls asleep a little uh, with the moves and the splits, but I'm interested to see what happens. Bingle, Arceus Samsic, Total Energy. There he is, Jackson. Yep. Mm-hmm. The return of Peter Sagan, hopefully COVID-free. Nikki Tepster is there. Yeah. Does anybody have, if you had to, if you could pick three riders and going through that list as quickly as possible with the very little amount we know at the start of the season here? Um, I've got three. The will be bigger. Oh, that's harder. You do have three, Paul. No, oh, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, this is the classics. The first cobblestone, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I've got three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Paul, who are you going with? A Lampart. Okay. You, you got to have one quick step. Uh, off sure. Of yeah. Uh, Jasper Stoyven is the other one. Okay. And believe it or not, uh, Sepp Van Marke. What? So, yeah. He won it wow. 10 years ago. So <laughs> 10, ten years. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he beat uh, Tom Boonen in the sprint. No. Jackson, who you got, buddy? Um, I am going to make a pretty safe prediction in the first. Uh, I think Wout's probably going to do pretty well. You think he's going to just show his cards right out of the gates? Well, he did last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's a that's going to be my first good bet. Um, second is going to be Tommy P, uh, Tom yeah, Pidcock. he's riding well. He, yeah. I think he's going to be right off of that high of winning the – cyclocross worlds and why not the hell take uh hit newsblatt and then i was i was trying to decide if sunny gabrelli was gonna be but i just made the decision and it's not gonna be my last one it's gonna be the oh, one the only you are peter Sagan. i think we're all gonna pick one just emotional sentimental choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sentimental yeah, choice. yeah yeah and then the other two maybe a little more safe although two of mine already are emotional choices jack you want to go next sure i i got uh i sunny 
Cabrelli, I think he's, yeah. he's yeah. going to be. Um, uh, wow, and uh, Van Abermark. Oh, I was going to pick Van Avermaet too. Yeah, right? he seems like he's he one of my emotional. He's picks. won it twice already, and he was yeah. in the moves last year with it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My emotional pick are are Van Avermaet and uh, who was also oh god I forgot oh of, of uh, um son of a bitch DSM um, who's son of a bitch Red for oh uh, yeah uh, <laughs> John, John Cole. I just want John to do something. I don't think he will, but but I'm going to pick him anyway just because I want to curse his career. Uh, and then, and then, wow, you know, I just think Wout's riding just too damn well. I think he's riding better than Pitcock. And just after his cyclocross season, I think yep. it's going to be just something else. So he's primed. Yep, he is. He is. So I, that's where that's where I'm going, and I'm sticking to it. So we all got our picks. So we're two weeks out of that one. So um, there could be a lot that happens between now and then. All of our riders could get COVID, and nobody starts, <laughs> yeah. and we're all going to look like idiots when it comes down to it. So. So, uh, so there we go. So there's that's that's our news. Fifty fucking minutes. That was um, news. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we always go for that. So my topic, you guys don't even know what the topic oh. is, and I'm I'm gonna throw this into your laps, and you're gonna have to try and find a way to keep up with me here. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I, the topic first of all brought to our by our friends at Athletic Brewing. More than just non-alcoholic, great variety, taste, and ever-changing selections. Get there through the link at packfiller.com and see what you're missing out on. All right. All right. Um, I want to talk about the corruption of power and the pressure to cheat. Okay. We've we've talked about this to an extent, obviously, on the show. So, the show's about cycling. And and I and cheating has come up come come up. <laughs> has come up more than more than once. But the recent incident with the Winter Olympics has me thinking once again, of the absolute bullshit hypocrisy that is present throughout the sporting world. A Russian ice skater Fucking takes... Russian skaters. Yeah, she takes, even if accidentally, a performance enhancer and is slapped on the wrist, told it was a no-no, and, and sent, to bad, sent to bed with her milk. Um, you know, perform, and to compete in an event that her country shouldn't be allowed to in the first place because of a state-sponsored a doping program. An American runner, I don't know if you guys remember the last Summer Olympics, smokes weed which is anything but a performance enhancer, and she's banned from the summer games completely. Uh, baseball players get bigger as their age and careers come to a close. They get larger, and I'm not talking the large so, so. I'm fighting against. Oh. Football players aren't even tested, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, cyclists are hit left and right and are constantly in a shadow of competing in a tainted sport. You tell somebody at a cocktail party, that you are a cyclist and they will bring up doping to your face. I don't know. You guys probably yeah. get it, don't no, you? Yeah. Yeah, I get it constantly. So, uh, we're, we're, and we look at governing bodies such as the U.S. Olympic Committee, not the U.S., the Olympic Committee, the UCI, FIFA, USA Cycling, all these governing bodies, they have the power and the responsibility to ensure a clean sport, and yet they don't. Um, so, my first thing I want to bring up is, I guess, in terms of these organizing bodies the olympic committee had a choice to make with this young skater and they fucked up i'm gonna just present that right out i i'm I'm gonna throw my opinion into your laps they fucked up this young woman regardless of what she did was caught with a substance in her bloodstream there's no question they fucked up 
Yeah, they're saying it's like uh, uh, something mishandled. Yeah, that it was tainted. Yeah, and they can't really prove that that yeah. was hundred percent. It wasn't like, it, just it like it Alberto wasn't a Contador PED, steak. Though. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't a PED. It was a heart it, medication. Which, but the thing is, is there's banned substance, and they may not be a PED, but they have a tendency to mask PEDs. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly. where that comes yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. So where are the governing bodies? Failing, And I know that's probably going to sound like a, a very obvious answer for many of you guys, but where are they failing? I'm talking at all levels. I'm talking from USA Cycling to all the way up I, to... I think it starts from the very teams. top, and that's the IOC. That is the most corrupt, almost like FIFA. Yeah. They, they have so much power and push that there's no reason... How do, how do you ban a country... And then let all the athletes come in. Yeah, and be under the, yeah. they're still doing the same thing. Yeah, and it's it, well, like they, they don't but you just don't the hear show. the national anthem. That's they it. don't want to hurt the show. I mean, that's, that's exactly what it's about bringing in money. It's yeah, and and every every country that or city that brings in um, the Olympics to their city, it, I think Montreal is still paying off the 1976 mm-hmm. Olympics. No, it, yeah, go look at the money's at, different. At, uh, like even the World Cup with FIFA. Look at mm-hmm. some of those stadiums. Now it's a giant where birds shit in some of those yeah. outstanding stadiums that they built. And Landfill. Yeah, it, it's just ridiculous. It's when so much control and power and, and there's payoffs and stuff. And so, yeah, if you're going to have rules of banned substance, the IOC is the one that controls the UCI. Everybody shakes over the IOC because that is the focus of – Almost all amateur sports, or even pro sports, mm-hmm. um, you can get Floyd Landis if you talk to him about that. He'll just his head will pop off. He absolutely hates IOC. Yeah. He says that is the pinnacle of, it is the evil part of of all sports. It's so, and we've been talking a lot about FIFA. Um, and there's a World Cup coming uh, mm-hmm. this summer, right? Yep. Well, there have actually um, in these creation of these stadiums because it's in qatar um and it first of all it's going to be too hot for the players um which is going to be very dangerous for them to play in that uh, especially when they're doped up yeah, <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> that's when they die yeah but too hot. A, a lot of the construction for these stadiums have actually uh caused the death of a lot of these construction workers and nobody cares because yeah. who cares it's a, it's it's a world cup you mentioned uh the stadiums that can't handle it Brazil, they can't afford it. And so now they have these big stadiums that homeless people live in, dogs, like stray mm-hmm. dogs mm-hmm. live in. Like mm-hmm. all of these things have just come to the ground because there's money and who cares? Like it's it's a world spectacle, but does it matter what happens after? Um, and we see like a lot of cities bidding. Ch- China ain't exactly walking on pillows yeah, either. No. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of these cities bidding on these tournaments or races and things like that, but what debt are they really putting themselves into along the way is a, another question that I've never really thought about before. I think all the, you know, all the infrastructure, the hotels, the, the restaurants, the, the reason to bring the big race, the big event to town benefits, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's the, the people are probably the ones that are getting saddled with that debt. Absolutely. You know? The country mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it, we'll use this is going to kind of go off a little bit, but in 1974, Spokane had the world um, uh, world's, world's fair here. World's fair. Yeah. So King Cole was this guy. He thought 
Spokane was like nothing. Where where the World's Fair was, it was a bunch of railroad tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was and downtown was terrible. And he came up with the idea that he was going to bid. And Spokane probably had 175,000 people at that time for the World's Fair. But he had to scrape up so much money. You've got to show that you have something in the bank because they're not going to go there and, like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Sure. So all these countries are bankrolling all these. But who pays for it? But but the, uh, you know, the taxpayers of those particular countries. Now, for Spokane, we benefited on the World's Fair because – we have a spectacular park, and the downtown yeah. is great, all yeah. because of that, and that's what launched it. But when you have, you know, sustainability, yeah, a yeah. half yeah. A half a billion dollar stadium out in the middle of a jungle that's mm-hmm. now birds are shitting on and and wild animals and stuff, so it's just waste. How about, um, in your opinion, the extent of of what punishments Russia should have received for this state? sponsored doping program by the way listener if you haven't seen icarus it's a great foray into this entire thing for the cycling fanatic great mm-hmm. f- fucking brilliant you know n- a guy starting a film about one thing and then falling into something that was far bigger and more more intense yeah. but mm-hmm. uh what do you what do you guys think um banning the country completely but but they're still competing under a banner of ROC Russian Olympic Committee. <laughs> Fuck! Uh, Putin was at the opening ceremonies. Mm-hmm. I don't want to turn this into a political podcast, but I do want to say what what type of an extent should punishment be handed out? How long? And what about, for example, professional athletes competing at a you know on a, on a world platform? I, Anybody got something? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know too much about it. Um, but I think it's weird that they let them just compete underneath a brand new name, pretty much. Um, and it feel, I don't know. It just feels like a great way to. Uh, yeah, we messed up, but we're still here. Um, so who really cares? As long as there's viewership on our amazing athletes. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if I know how long the the band should be because. Ultimately, uh, Russia is a pretty big country, right? Mm-hmm. And what is that going to cause? How many people are going to become upset that the fact that they can never see their country compete at another Olympics? Like or that, the athletes. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's like the year that they were caught as their, you know, there should be some restrictions and some added testing of, you know, their, um, uh, how clean they are. And there's generations. I mean, since since they were caught, there's we're three Olympics, two Olympics mm-hmm. later. Yeah, two. You know, I mean, I guess yeah. it. We have a world championship every year. You know, things like that, where it should just kind of almost reset and go. Okay, you know, let's let's test you. Let's see how you're doing. Yeah, we weren't in the Microscope. room where this. We weren't in the room when this this Russian 15 year old quote accidentally took her grandfather's medication. Mm-hmm. Um and, and and those types of things. They were my dino pills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just 15. what is the truly? What is the benefit of a country to have an Olympic gold medalist? Does it create anything to the gross national product? Does it create anything beyond a, a, a brief moment of of patriotism? Wheaties box. Yeah, patriotism. Think about it. I mean, in the since the modern Olympics, uh, the platform that all 
you know, all countries use yeah. the pride of, of their country and their athletes. That's certainly, I mean, during the Nazi regime, it was in Berlin in 1936, and that was a platform for his, for Hitler's, you know, like supreme race type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, same. It Thank goes you, on. Jesse Owens. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the thing is, is how do you control as a country, um, like individual sports? Now, there's, Rumors of 1984, the U.S. Olympic cycling team was blood doping. I don't know if that's true, but it uh, is true. Yeah, so yeah, it's true. but it wasn't illegal at that time. It's just no. kind of one of those it's weird kind of things. New, it's like yeah. it was yeah. frowned upon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's kind like, of why would you do that? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only gold that they ever won in the road race, huh? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, a couple but, of track golds. But what what the Russians Gorsky. did? Gorsky and Stenhag. Yeah. And uh, Nelson Bales, and yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. But what yeah. what Russia did at Sochi was, do you, you know how elaborate that was? It was. They had tunnels and running magnificent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was all underneath, and how that again? How do you watch not, Icarus? If you yeah, seen it. It just yeah. watch it. Fucking... How how intricate that that whole setup was, just so they can cheat, and and put their team, you know, Russia in front and. Why? Well, to me, it's like no, you guys. This is major infraction. That yeah. means athletes were involved. That means, I mean, you know, everybody from the top, politicians. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't just a couple of like, well, the cycling team, or it was a cross country ski team. It was the whole freaking thing. Everybody yeah. was. So yes, ban them for two, three, whatever. I don't know, whatever Olympics. And, and don't give them a, a like it's not IOC Olympic yeah. from Russia. Yeah. It's you know, not it's working. Like, what the hell? It no. is obviously not yeah. working. No. That's just the dumbest thing in the world. It's a little different. I mean, I know you know doping in the U.S. has happened, but it's it is a little different. The um, the the communist sport uh, polit it, it's more government sponsored than Absolutely. we are used to. Mm -hmm. So. You know, it, it's it's um, a lot bigger. You know, easier to hide or or I I don't know. It's it's state sponsored. Yeah, and and yeah. so so you got to look at the the politics of the nation too. Can I ask you guys why you think some sports are more apt to lay down punishments? Probably the consistency of it. Sure. I think. I mean, let's put it this way. I work as a, I'm I'm. I'm a preschool teacher, and if you say one punishment once, they'll get freaked out. But the more they, the more you do it, the more they get used to it, and the more they just continue to like exemplify that behavior. So sure. you have to get more and more severe with it the further you go. Not like not like I'm saying like <laughs> I'm doing anything bad to my students, but like you no, have to get like no. more and more like serious with it the yeah. further they go. And so almost you have to do that with the. Uh, with athletes, with that, I, like it works with four-year-olds. It works with adults as well. Yeah, yeah. you have to continually. You know, it, like, it got me thinking uh, about a, about a teaching situation. You've got the troublemakers sitting in the back of the classroom. You're going to focus more on them because they are repeat offenders. Mm -hmm. And then the good kids, you're not going to necessarily pay that attention to. So, so maybe the sports that are more apt and more prone to it. But I guarantee you, football, baseball. Mm -hmm. All these sports are are dope to the gills, well, that, but we're not. 
nobody gives a but shit. But you are talking about international versus a national sport. And so, mm-hmm. yes, I mean, within our NFL and our hockey and our yeah. soccer, you know, it's 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 all contained within our country. Okay. But then you go against, I mean, this is like a, you know, you're going against the rest of the world knowing, well, not everybody's on the same plane. You yeah. Know, fairness. So it's it's so if it's local it's okay no no i'm not saying that at all no i'm not saying that at yeah, it's all. in it's, my house well i'm fine. i'm also <laughs> daddy can smoke weed at home. right <laughs> daddy can inject heroin in between his but i think it's i think it's time. noticeable yeah yeah yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah well and i'm also notice like <laughs> um gotta keep wow. it funny <laughs> speaking of noticeable i'm also thinking about it that it is noticeable that we are seeing the same sports continuing this behavior, it's because the punishments haven't been extreme mm-hmm. enough. Right. The, the little slap on the hand, she's going to do it again. Yeah. The, the, the reason why, like, why did Lance come back to win again? But he actually got hit that, that time. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, like, that's why it continues to happen. It's because, oh, don't do it next time, please. Yeah. It's going to happen yeah. next time. You've been lu- warned and, and lucky to get away with it. Yeah, ban them for a year. And I will say happen. this about the sport of cycling and, and about the, the Lance situation. And the, the biggest crime of that entire thing was nobody got punished until they had already retired. Mm-hmm. And they were done. Mm-hmm. And they still benefited like fucking bandits. And they're still benefiting sure. like fucking mm-hmm. bandits yeah. from it. There lies um, the problem. What is the incentive to ride clean when you can have an incredible stellar career? You can fill your Instagram with pictures of you with celebrities, you know, with with rings on every finger, looking like a badass, which I would never do anyway. But um, but, I, but I, 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 it's just it's it's we're breeding a culture where cheating's okay, and and you've got these athletes at the Winter Olympics going. What the actual fuck am I supposed to do? So mm-hmm. you're saying this Russian girl can compete, mm-hmm. and if she wins, we just won't have a medal ceremony. Yeah, that's so in other bullshit. words, I got a yeah. fucking mm-hmm. silver, and I still can't stand up and represent my country? Right, right. This is so fucked. That's a pretty sad situation. I didn't understand that at all. Yeah. Why? They, do you think she was yeah. let off because she was young and cute and white? No. Oh. I think it, I think it all deals with money again. That The UCI, here's my take on it. The UCI granted these athletes, you know, they're saying the athletes mm-hmm. shouldn't be punished. It should be the country of Russia for doing this. Well, the athletes, we know, were a part of it, too. I mean, realistically, yeah. now they have to eat crow because these poor athletes, well, they just got caught cheated. So mm-hmm. what are they going to do? To me, I think if you look at the sports, the ones with the top money, like boxing, I'll use that because I, I do enjoy watching boxing. I guess sure. that would have been one of the answers that – yeah, like yeah. Things to watch. I've so talked Anthony, with you on long rides in yeah. depth about fi- <laughs> yeah. boxing, and it, yeah. it is so strategic. You know your shit. But, yeah. Um, Anthony Joshua, who is this Adonis Olympic um, boxer from England, wants to to box in Madison Square Garden is this big, big thing. So he's going to come and fight this boxer from from the uh, U.S. Well, the guy fails a dope test. Oh shit! So they said, "Well, we'll postpone it." And they test him again, three times. Fuck. So then, you know, what do you do? They they had to fill the, the gap. They pick up this guy. This is like a rocky story. This um, first Mexican, um, American Mexican, Andy Ruiz, came in there and he clobbered Anthony Can Joshua. Really? And won, yeah, he won. He became the 
Mm. He was out of shape, short, stubby legs. He just and Anthony Joshua is like six five, and he's like six foot, and he's like swinging up here, and <laughs> it was as a great fight. But wow. nevertheless, the yeah. thing is that stuff happens all the time. And you look in the NFL. Well, I know in, in baseball, if you get pop positive for drugs, they do tests. They go to you personally and say, "Hey, you got busted, so knock that off." They test you again. They tell the team, and the third time, then it becomes public. Hmm. So they get three tries. Wow. But look at the money that's involved yeah. because they can't afford these stars to lose because they're making money on on swag, everything. They, they did you, that with Lance, though. Oh, same thing. Okay. All, them, all those Donate some money to drug, you know, to... Well, I mean, think about all these people that stood behind him until it came out. You know, mm-hmm. He had Nike and Trek and mm-hmm. all these people like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Oakley, and then, you know, yeah. they all Nike's ran. Nike's probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, Oakley was Talking a huge Subaru, one, too. He's on Wheaties boxes. He's yeah. everywhere. And, you know, and um, Pat McQuaid's been on this show. And, um, you know, I, I can honestly say that Pat probably was pretty damn aware of all that stuff, you know. And, and But do you stop the motor? Do you stop the yeah. machine? Mm-hmm. Well, How do you stop the I machine? I remember that Does conversation, too, Live strong. with him. I mean, yeah. all that. Well, yeah, but, yeah you know. you're fighting. You're not just fighting just that one person. Pat wasn't fighting that one person. I think no. he got he he was fighting the whole UCI. Yeah. How do we we've got this problem? There's not like one guy. He's not a, a tyrant or no. dictator. He's like we got this problem. They're like, well, Jesus, look at the money that's rolling yeah. in because of yeah. this guy. Yeah. So how are we going to deal with this? Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. Is money is is the corruption. Yeah. yeah. I'll say it again. That's the post of this podcast. I don't hate Lance because he doped. I hate Lance because he was an asshole. Yeah. I just I just don't lives. think he was a good person. Yeah. I just you know, he's a fucking incredible bike racer. Mm-hmm. He was riding and he perfected the program. You yeah. know, and, and he was a brilliant rider to begin with. Hey, and you can't, he, you can't win unofficially seven tours. I can't go and win unofficially seven tours. I could juice myself full of everything outside of Peter Parker's blood. <laughs> um, and, and, and I won't win seven tours. You have to be an yeah. amazing athlete yeah. in the first place. So. Yeah, and his dedication. He trained yeah. like a... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mofo. All right. No, we didn't come to any fucking conclusions. No, you can't. The entire <laughs> system is... Well, I wonder when Gravel's going to start drug testing. Yeah. As soon as UCI takes over. Well, the, you Uh-oh. know what? Uh, uh, Pete Stetna said something about that recently. In like, a, in why a wouldn't you? It's not. Well, Strava, he's sponsored by a some... CBD manufacturer. You know, and, and he, he has to make sure that his CBD manufacturer has no THC in it. And he is sponsored by Floyd's. And he says, you know, you have to make sure of this stuff because now that this sport is becoming so mm-hmm. much more legitimate, and I don't mean legitimate to insult the sport. I fucking love gravel. But, um, but yeah, you, you, they're going to get tested. And, and they got to make sure you can't just have a CBD to make you relax and you get popped the next day. So there's something to think about there. So that was all depressing as shit. So let's have some fun, okay? Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end our our. We're gonna have some fun, and I don't even think I have my old themes on here anymore. I don't, I don't. But we're gonna have some fun, and we're gonna play the good old fashioned game of who who pays the bills, John. Twenty twenty two version. Who play? Who pays the bills? Yeah, you guys all rolled your one. eyes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the people love the games, right? The peoples. The peoples. I give the people what they want. Um. <laughs> Brooks and and uh, and um, history of the world, great mm-hmm. movie, great movie. Um, I name the sponsor, and you tell me what that sponsor does or creates. 
all taken from the Het Newsblad start list. Okay, they're all modernized teams. Jack, look behind him to see if the list was still there. <laughs> so I'm going to name, for example, this is too easy, but I'm going to say, for example, Segafredo. And you guys would chime say in with Paul. your name. Paul would say coffee, coffee, Mas coffee machine, coffee mm -hmm. maker. No, they're coffee. Right? Coffee they're machines, coffee. coffee, coffee, coffee. They do it all. Are they coffee or machines? I don't know. Maybe both. We would have all the same. Mm -hmm. So, do you guys need pieces of paper to keep score, or can you guys just count on your fingers? There are only uh, ten. Yeah. Okay. Got you it. guys got enough fingers? Yeah. Everybody's good. Nobody Toes. put their hand in the wheels recently. Yeah. All right. So, you guys ready? All modern sponsors. This might go down like a lead balloon because <laughs> I do, I don't know a lot of the current sponsors. So, our first is Premier Tech. Premier Tech. Jackson. Jackson. Technology. Jack. Jack? Pharmaceutical. No, Paul gets a free shot. Yeah, they used to be with Astana. Yeah, they were. It's a Canadian-based company. It is a Canadian-based company. Go get a half a point? Nope. Ah, <laughs> Jesus. Um, I would say... Um, <laughs> I would say uh, travel. They make they create uh, chemicals and fertilizers. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, so that's close. Did. Pharmaceutical. Yeah. I should get a half a point. No, no fertilizers. Is fertilizers. You're, you're not fertilizing your body. <laughs> you kind of are. What do you? Yeah. You got COVID, so you drink bleach. Yeah. Yeah. You drink yeah. bleach. Yeah. No, that's how you it's fix horse it. tranquilizer. Yeah. Fucking rocks. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. a big donut hole on that one. Next one, um, Easy Post. Jack. Jack. Um, mail delivery. I'll give you that. Shipping oh, services. Yeah, Jack, yeah, okay. it's, Jack's got one on the board, so hold the finger out. Next one. Arkea of Arkea Samsic. Yeah, these are hard, yeah. man. I had to look them up. Um, it's, it's, hurt to guess. it's a French. Do I get a half a point? No. no. Um, <laughs> Jackson, it's a French traveling service. Oh, nope. Jack. Insurance company. Nope. No clue. It's bank. Damn it. Oh, that should, we should always guess bank. Yeah. Always yeah. guess banks. Yeah. Uh, banks chemicals. Number four. Yeah. <laughs> and phone companies. Yeah. Jayco. Paul. Paul. Uh, is Australian. Do I get half a point? Jesus. <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, I, that it's also is, American. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, trailers, ca caravans, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. RVs. Yeah, yeah. recreational yeah. vehicles. Okay. Recreational right vehicles. Paul's got a... That's one point and a half. Well, actually, I have two points. Because no, I got you, all you don't get the half. <laughs> so two, two, you both have one, one, one. correct? So, yeah. oh, I should, oh okay. I should be keeping score. I should be keeping score. J, J, P. Jackson, you, have, you, have, you don't have any, so, right? I don't think I'll get any for this one. This one's so hard. <laughs> you might. You never know. Total energy. Paul. Jack. Oh, J um, I think that petrol. Paul first. It's gasoline. Oil, oil and biofuels. Yeah, yeah, oil and biofuels. Phoenix. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Jack. Insurance company. <laughs> no. Jackson. No. A bank. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a good try, though. Yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, insurance. I already said that. Wait, he guessed. Yeah. <laughs> no, they make uh, interior design materials. Oh, no. Now, wow. in the U.S., they make flashlights. Different company. Mm, different oh, company altogether. That's, then they don't count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Groupama. Jackson. Jackson. Insurance. Yes, Jackson's on the board. I get a half a point for pointing out that you know, that's, that's, French. that's a French <laughs> company. It's a French company. It is French. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he gets, a, he gets a half a point. 
DSM. Paul. Paul. Travel. That's uh, it's a um, service to, to do traveling, that type of thing. You're wrong. No. Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Is it like an if you o- say bank. Is no. it like an oil gasoline thing? No. I don't think so. Is it okay? No, I'm going to give Jack. you the, their dis- definition here. Yeah. Utility company. Royal DSM is a global purpose-led company in health, nutrition, and bioscience, applying oh, no, science no. to improve the health the of people, studying, animals, and the planet. Studying their calorie intake yeah. during yeah. a stage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we've only got two left, and, and we are obviously not supporting <laughs> the professional. We all have one. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Paul has two. Lose. Paul has two. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uno X. Paul. Paul. That is from Norway. Do I get a point? <laughs> Half a point? You correct where it's from, but you don't get a point. <laughs> uh, what no, is, no, it, it is a petrol company again. It, you, it is oh. a chain of unmanned fuel stations yep. throughout Norway and Denmark. I just heard that one. Yeah. Three points. Yeah, we're, it's over. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. as from Wanty Gobert, what does Gobert Matriot create? Jackson. Yes. It's a bank. It is not. Damn it. Jack. Yeah. Oil. I'm ashamed of you, Jack, because they make construction materials. Mm. Yeah. So the final construction materials. Oh, sorry. I should have given you. I should have. I should have let you have a chance. It's from Belgium. Do I get half a point? No, it's (laughs) it's not. I think it's French. No, well, actually, I think they're Belgian. Well, I just want to say that that game sucked. That was hard. (laughs) None of us apparently know current sponsors of of professional teams. And the funny thing was, I know what Quickstep is. Yeah, I know yeah. Enios. Yeah, well, I yeah. didn't pick some. I know big what EF names. is. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pick so, some big names. Yeah, like Alpacin. Uh, Alpacin that hair. One. Yeah. Yeah. Hair products, yeah. I didn't pick any of those because uh, they we were obvious, know. you know, yeah. and, and there we go. And I, I know EF personally because as a teacher, I get spammed by them on a consistent basis mm-hmm. because they want me to take students all over the world, and I should. You I should. Honestly yes, you should. Me. And I always take their calls because of their sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I haven't gone on a trip yet. It could be Lachlan one day. You never know. Lachlan. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in like, a call center. He's yeah. supposed <laughs> to. Giving back. I'm giving back. I'm calling you on the road. You yeah. know, we're halfway through France. My feet hurt. Uh, so there we go. There's your, there's your your competitive element mm. of the Pack Filler podcast. And that brings it's us. arm wrestle. <laughs> on an audio podcast. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, well, we are video we got a right camera. now. Yeah. We do stream live every week. But we will not be streaming live next week. I do have to say. And I apologize for that. I'm going to have to take a week off just because of uh, life getting in the way. But I will be posting an interview scheduled that I'm going to be working this weekend. Should I jinx it and say who it's going to be with? No, you should. should not? You should promote it. I should promote it. Yeah. I, I should promote so. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to have uh, John Galloway and Chris Sidwells on the show um, interviewing them on Saturday to talk about their new um, audio magazine format that they're putting out um, through the Cycling Legends. Um, really, really cool concept. They wanted, as they said, an audio magazine where it's, where uh, it's a slew of different podcasts that all deal with different you know topics, news, features, uh, information, lifestyle, kind of a thing like that. And so that's I, it's going to be interesting to talk to those guys about it. And they have a great perspective on on the sport. Chris is obviously a relative of the late great Tom Simpson, 
and and John's been on the show a couple times, and he's a great guy. And I'm working on my impression of John's mm-hmm. voice. I'm getting pretty damn good at it. After I talk with him, I go upstairs and Practice. speak in a Scottish dialect for a while. And my wife looks at me like, "You need to shut the fuck up." <laughs> but there we go. So that will be scheduled for next week, and uh, then the week after that, we're back to uh, back to live shows. So. Um, you can call us out on our horrible or extremely successful Het Nusblad picks, and then we will go from there. And Jack will hopefully still be in town. When? you got to flip. You're not going to finish the flip yet no, in two weeks. I'll be here. Yeah, there we go. So, that, so there we go. Uh, get out and ride, would you? I guess that's what we're going to say. I'm going to Hulkwim. Are you? Uh, just this weekend. I'm going to the, get the fender bike. Here comes the rain. Oh, jeez. <gasps> here comes the rain. Not for us. Oh, yeah, I'm putting a bell on it, too. Really? You see those thirty-nine dollar bells? Who would? Why would you spend thirty-nine dollars on a fucking bell? I've been in the market for a thirty-nine dollar yeah. bell. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. that I know it now. In <laughs> rose gold, not forty. Well, yeah. Thirty-nine. That's what you I know. What off. this if is? If it hits forty, the show's supposed to end. Now. But I got a genuine question for you All guys right. about lights, lights, about headlights yeah. and flashing tail lights. I've seen mm-hmm. so many flashing tail lights on on spikes on the road, uh, and maybe this should be a topic for another show. But your your opinions on the if we can all know of the effectiveness of it, but are drivers going to truly see it and go around you, or are they just fucking don't care because they're staring at the phones? I think nowadays you see such powerful headlight or taillights and headlights, really. Um, on that, bikes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I can see them pretty damn well at night all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm talking daylight. Well, I've seen the riders daylight. riding with them in daylight. It, yeah. I sure too. wish I had mine on Thursday with that dense fog. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. My yeah. only gripe. They need to make the strap longer, An though. The arrow one. Yeah, because yeah. I, it doesn't Yours fit. Yours is all jury-rigged. I saw that one. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then the rubber band. Zip ties. Did it? I got zip ties. I'm not going to zip tie a light to my bike. You don't want to scratch your seat, dude. <laughs> I already have a gaping one. Oh! <laughs> oh! I never still, let it They die. can see it from I, space. I, I still so haven't seen it. I you never on that ride. You never will. I brought it up during the ride. I'm like, hey, I haven't seen that scratch. Where is it? And then we just kept riding. You show too? No, I have never seen. He ro- he rode. He tries to hide. It. He rides not it. where people. You pull along Jackson's <laughs> bike, and it's the equivalent of a little dent on his bike. But if it could speak, it would be going. <laughs> Hi, Jack! Look at me! Yep, I yeah. buff it just he, to make he it. He rides. Yeah. He rides the gravel like the the fog line, just so that nobody will ride. Because yeah. he's embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Fuck. Just I'm a terrible person. Thanks, guys. I started off the show <laughs> exhausted and depressed, and now we're now you're more the depressed. show. Yep. Exhausted. I'm, I'm, sounding, sleep. I'm sounding like one of the people on The Bachelor when they rasp up their voice when they want to sound intelligent. You never notice that. They no, because no, I don't what? watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> Which show? have to pay attention. Yeah. Jackson watches it. But what when they want to sound The Bachelor, when they want to sound intelligent, oh, they rasp up that. their voice. I've been talking way somebody, too fucking long. Yeah. What? what? I was going to say, somebody tries to talk... Try to come off intelligent on The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, it's like pretty <laughs> shallow pool to be driven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm Mark Spitz in a kiddie pool. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. All right. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.